Hey friends, welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman. We're a mama-daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. 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 Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Mr. President, Dr. Biden, Madam Vice President, Mr. Emhoff, Americans, and the world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. And the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat. But because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree. And no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promise to glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it. Because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. 
We've seen a forest that would shatter our nation rather than share it, would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith, we trust for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour. But within it, we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe now we assert how could catastrophe possibly prevail over us we will not march back to what was but move to what shall be a country that is bruised but whole benevolent but bold fierce and free we will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens. But one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than one we were left with every breath from my bronze pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold limbed hills of the west. We will rise from the windswept northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun baked south. We will rebuild reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation in every corner called our country our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful when day comes we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it Oh, my God. Such prose from an old, old soul. Wow. Listening to Amanda Gorman. Just wow. The hill we climb. The first National Youth Poet Laureate, 22 years old. I don't think in all... Of my 40-plus years, have I heard anyone speak as eloquently and as beautifully, but with such old soul, as I heard from Amanda Gorman. I know. (laughs) You know, and you've only been around eight years. Yeah. She's reminiscent of Maya Angelou and these other incredibly powerful female voices. But that one was so... Beautiful. What did you like about it? I loved how she spoke her mind. Mm. She gave justice. She gave power. She gave passion. She gave courage. 
and she spoke it like nobody could. Yeah, but she wrote it like nobody could, like through the eyes of a young woman who has seen so much in this world in her young years, and then she spoke it with such poise and power. You're absolutely right. Courage in front of the world. Thousands and millions of lives. Millions of people were watching the inauguration. It was beautiful. It was awesome. Do you like how she used her hands? I found that was Mm -hmm. another magical way that she brought you in to her, her thoughts and to her emotion. She was telling a story with her hands. Did you enjoy that? Mm -hmm. Did that help you see what she was trying to say? Yeah. It was like attaching and mystical and strange, but in a story way. So you found it maybe helped you connect Mm -hmm. with her words? I connect with her feelings and her power and her courage and the story she was telling. Yeah. I thought that it really helped bring it all in, but she was so captivating. She even what she wore was like a ray of sunshine. This I know. Beautiful yellow, vibrant jacket and her hairpiece, which was like the red. like a red crown mm-hmm. and the gold and her beautifully woven hair. Mm-hmm. I just felt like she exuded the sunshine that we all needed to see and all needed to hear. Mm-hmm. I saw interviews uh, with her later on, like with big news correspondents like Anderson Cooper. Yeah. And you could tell that she had just captivated so many people, even with her words after and how she presents herself. And that gives us all another great example of how, as women, we can use our voice for good. Yes. And command the attention and the respect. Mm. A young black girl, 22 years old, has absorbed the respect and and demanded it with just her words, the the respect of not only our nation, but I'd fair to say anyone watching around the world. Right. Like, it was amazing, even if you aren't experiencing the president election. Like you said, it's amazing and powerful to anyone around the world. And she says something that I thought kind of we all have felt this year. We braved the belly of the beast. What do you think that she was referring to in that? We braved the monsters. Back to my lover ball theory. We braved the hate ball. We braved the madness. We stood up. Yeah, we braved the pandemic. We braved some god awful leadership, or at least people in the and that were trying to do harm, like we talked about at the Capitol and the insurrection. And um, we braved a whole lot of negativity. And um, hopefully, we are on the other side of that. Whether it's with the coronavirus and the vaccines that are coming and that help is on the way or that we're coming from a united states. States. Yeah. And I think that's very true now. Mm -hmm. It feels different. It feels empowering. It feels lighter. It feels hopeful. Mm -hmm. 
What else did you enjoy about watching the inauguration on TV with me that day? Lady Gaga and J-Lo. <laughs> Talk about some other powerful voices, I know. huh? Oh, and Michelle Obama coming out yeah. onto the stage just in all of their glory. Do you know what? Did you notice there was um, a really pretty color that her, Michelle Obama, and Kamala Harris were wearing? Purple. Purple. Yeah. Do you know why purple? Because because it's the combination of what you get with red and blue. And what does red and blue stand for? Uh, Democratic and Republican. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually a beautiful sign of unity. That was one reason why Kamala Harris um, wore purple. But she also wore purple to honor her alma mater, which is um, her college um, like the the house that she belonged to when she was uh, in college, and um, from for the women that came before her, like Sonia Sotomayor, who um, was the first Latina Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. and she looked up to a lot. So it's really cool to see the symbolism that the feminine energy brought to the stage, supporting. Um, President Biden and our new vice president, Kamala Harris, but that they supported each other. There was a lot of that, even though the inauguration uh, event itself was very small because of what's happening in the world today. It was beautiful to see so many layers of consideration and respect yes, and power and positivity. Mm. I'm really grateful I could share that with you. It was like the light in the center of the clouds. Yeah, it was. It was. And then later that night when we got to see the... Concert? Yes. Katy Perry! Your girl. Mm-hmm. And one of your favorite songs of all time. I was Fire. not expecting that. Me neither. I was like, I was like thinking she's going to like sing a song that I've never heard, which is not possible because I've heard all of her songs. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It was your first concert yeah. when you were five years old. Yes. <laughs> I took you to Katy Perry. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> awesome. But then, yeah, what else did you love? We're not going to life splurge on Katy Perry. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> well, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. But you loved so many other performances. Do you remember John Legend's performance? Oh, yeah. Wow. I was dancing on my tippy toes. You were. You were rocking the house, yeah, just literally. flowing like your interpretive dance <laughs> all throughout the basement. Yeah. I think just a real feeling of relief. Like I literally did a backflip. I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And And I do not do that. Right. And the fireworks display. Oh, yeah. I really also appreciated seeing Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's families and how they really embraced their entire family, all the way down to their grandchildren and grandnieces uh, and the the kids that were playing on the screen. How did that make you feel as as a young person to see those people? Uh, represented on screen in an office. It made me feel like you can do things anytime in your life, young or old. Made me feel like they uh, really represented the importance of family mm-hmm. and and the diversity in family too. Yeah. You know, there's some um, blended family values there, and um, blended family skin tones. Yeah. All of that are. Very important and very reminiscent, a reflection of 
what the world really is. Right. It was really pretty, really beautiful. And on the inauguration night, you also discovered your new favorite dance move. Which was? The swish and sway. (laughs) You bend your knees and you move your body from side to side while you're shaking your arms, like flowing in the wind. Yeah. The shake and swish. The swish and sway? The swish and sway. Is that official name? Uh Uh-huh. The Swish and Sway is the official name of the Benjamins and go hoo, 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 <laughs> the official hoo, inauguration hoo. dance. <laughs> yeah. I'll be swishing and swaying for the next four years, I think. And Speaking of inauguration. Yes. Major and Champ. Oh, absolutely. Yes. The first dogs are back. Yes. And one is a rescue, a uh-huh. rescue dog. The which... first rescued to go from an, from a shelter to the White House. This is true. Big deal for those dogs. I know. And hopefully some awareness uh, for rescue organizations far and wide. Those are two German shepherds. Mm-hmm. They are strong and beautiful looking dogs, aren't they? They're so I bet they're cute. happy in their, in their new White House. Yeah, they probably get their own paradise room. They probably do. <laughs> do you think the president picks up the dog poop or somebody else does it? Somebody else, definitely. <laughs> He's got a guy for that. Yeah. Or a girl. Yeah. Or yeah. someone, yeah. or or a robo dog that does like, like ooh, a ro- yummy poop, oh. <laughs> like Ruby. <laughs> Maybe Ruby can come over and clean up for him. Yeah. Gross, disgusting. I know, but it is cool to see that they brought these beautiful animals into the White House. I think that helps bring life too, and is again relatable to yeah. a lot of families in America who uh, appreciate their four-legged friends just like their two-legged kids, or their four-legged reptiles, or their no-legged reptiles. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I know. I was glad to see Major and Champ make such headlines, too. Me, too. What else did you like about the day and about the opportunity to witness history together? I loved the idea that it was finally a breath. It's like you're stuffing popcorn in your mouth for the next, for the, for a year. Four years. (laughs) Four four years stuffing popcorn in your mouth without breathing. (laughs) And, and you, you finally breathe. And you desperately need a glass of water, huh? Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one analogy from a kid, for sure. That's what happened to me on the inauguration. Well, you were doing that, too. I mouth the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I make good popcorn. Yeah. You yeah. Really and it's a treat for you since yeah. you have a popcorn allergy or a corn allergy. But not really. You did okay that day. Yeah. You did okay. No harm Popcorn's not... Dark touching me anymore well i just loved um the strength and the power and the unity that yes. it really felt like there was supportive um leadership all yes. across the board there was um an interesting message from barack obama and bill clinton and george w bush jr or george bush jr Mm -hmm. Um, talking about how as presidents they could be united as one to help uh, call upon leadership to be positive and really bring the American people together. I thought it was really beautiful. I loved all the unbelievable fashion, but unity and strength in the women that were presented. I liked how we saw these men and leadership, Joe Biden specifically, say how proud he was to see Madam Vice President in office. 
mm-hmm. and um, how he's creating a very diverse uh, cabinet, like we've talked about in, in previous shows. But I, I loved, loved, loved. I think the standout moment for me was besides the uh, swearing in of these two leaders um, was Amanda Gorman really going back to it and the last part of her poem when she says, For there is light if we are only brave enough to see it and if we are brave enough to be it. And I hope that's a lesson to all people and all young women, that if we're brave enough to make change, if it matters enough, then it'll happen. Definitely. What do you think about it? I think that's like, just like you said, it's a really inspiring message. It's really powerful to inspire people all over the world. I think she'll do just that. Mm-hmm. Till next time, and next time you'll be finishing up um, part two of the episode on racism with a very special guest, Jordan Theory. Yeah. Jordan will be the first male on our, the first first guy on our She Sounds Like Me podcast. Yeah. She doesn't sound like you, but maybe he sounds like you. I think you guys have some really insightful talks, so we'll be excited to share that with our friends uh, next week. And um, yeah. if you've got some ideas yourself or some passion that you want to share about what you saw at the inauguration, please drop us a message and let us know what you think. Wait till you hear what me and Jordan talk about. Thanks for listening and have an awesome day. Till next time. Till next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media, LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you. Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day. Yep, and have an awesome day.